tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly... We have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. All right, this is going to be a different video. Not not different. You're still going to get the list and all that. But you're going to see me change outfits because I had some technical difficulties and I screwed up my list and did some other things. So you're going to see uh, you're going to see me switch outfits at least once or twice in this video. But nonetheless, you're going to get my list. If you're brand new to the show, brand new to the channel, do me a favor and hit that button, subscribe to it. I'm trying to get to seventy thousand. We were trying to get to there by the end of the year. Hey, it didn't happen. But we're almost at sixty three. So help us get there. Leave a comment. Comments help tremendously. Saw something yesterday. We put out a list. Said, hey, way more people are engaging with this video. And it's helping you reach. So it helps tremendously. Maybe you didn't know that. Now you do. So comment. Help us out. Okay. So I did a top 10. Well, first of all, I did a best movies list with John Roca and um, Dan Merle. We did the best of movies and TV in a full, like, two-hour spectacular. And... Um, and then I did my best movies, which came out earlier today. The best movies, the top 10 movies of 2022. So I'm going to do my top 10 TV shows of 2022. Now, this is all the stuff that I enjoyed, all the stuff that I liked. And I know there's some stuff that I missed that I didn't see. I know everybody tells me that I would love Better Call Saul. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. I just have not had a chance to get into it yet. I will. Trust me, I will. I really want to see it. And I hear just nothing but amazing things about it. So it's not going to be on my list because I haven't seen it. But understand that I want to see it. Anyway, so here is the top 10 best TV shows of 2022, in my humble opinion. All right. Coming in at number 10, it's going to be The Old Man. This stars Jeff Bridges. It is um, directed by John Watts, the first two episodes. And it had like a, if, if Jack Bauer was, you know, in his late 70s, what would, what would he be up to? Or mid-70s, whatever. What, what would he be up to and how it would all played out? And it kind of reminds me of this, and I think Jack Bauer sometimes had too many episodes, but I get it, 24. This had the problem, the reason why, from what I believe and what I've read, it's only like seven episodes and it ends abruptly, and that's because during filming they had found out about Jeff Bridges, um, his health problems, and I 
think since he is getting better, I believe so. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but this is everything that I have read. Uh, and it just plays. Amy Brenneman is also in this. She has a, I, I thought at first a similar role to what she had in Heat, and it is for like a split second, but it's, it kind of turns it on, on its head a little bit. But it is violent. It is well-written. It is well-acted. It John Lithgow, obviously, really, really good. Uh, shoot, woman who plays Jeff Bridges' daughter who was in Arrested Development is also a big standout in the show also. But it's had it had more episodes, it probably would have rose higher because I was raving about it, but it just feels like it wasn't a completed show. It was, and for those reasons that I told you, like it was going somewhere in the adventure and when it, by the time it ends, you're like, whoa, where are we going? What's happening? What's happening? And hearing that news, it made a lot more sense. It's also why I'm more, way, way more forgiving on it because it's like, well, what could they have done? I understand it. Uh, you can find that on Hulu and FX and it's, it's really a great show. So, so for me, again, Old Man coming in at number 10. So then we throw to number 9, and that's going to be Tulsa King. So I'm in another uh, old, crafty old vet coming back and doing his craft again, and that's Stallone in the Tulsa King. Now, when they announced Samaritan, that movie coming out on Amazon, that film, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one. And it was, it was all right. It wasn't great. But I loved seeing Stallone doing some different type of things, and it was fine, Samaritan. But the Tul but Tulsa King, working him working with Sheridan, holy crap! This is the perfect again movie star selling TV shows. This is the perfect role for Stallone. There are only a couple of gripes I have with this show. Sometimes because it's it can get really serious, which is what I love. And there's some stuff that it, sometimes it feels like The Sopranos, and sometimes you know it's it's it feels like a it, it feels like a good balance. Get shorty, but there's a couple times, not, not too many, not too many, but there's a few times that it's like, there's like this big fight that happens at one point with like baseball bats, and it feels it it just doesn't feel like it's in the same show. It feels almost like cartoony, and I don't really feel like anybody's really getting hurt or could get hurt from that but then there's other scenes where you're like whoa this is this is Stallone at his best I think we could see a Stallone Emmy nomination for this role he's so good in it as this cap well he was capo in in, in the mob in New York and he didn't rat on anybody he spent a lot of time in the clink and he gets out and he's 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 coming back to get some you know to get get some scraps gets he wants he wants he wants a piece not ratting and they go, we're going to give you a piece. You're going to take over Tulsa. He's like, Tulsa? What is Tulsa? And, uh, and, and hence Tulsa King. And there's a lot that goes down in this show. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. And also, Tyler Sheridan is just, I call Andrew Freed, my buddy Midas. So is, so is Tyler Sheridan. Unbelievable. All right, so coming in at number eight is Cobra Kai season five. Five seasons. Five seasons of Cobra Kai. And if you're brand new to the channel, maybe you don't know, but I love this show. I've loved this show since the beginning, since it debuted. I've had an opportunity to talk to the cast. I've had an opportunity to talk to the creators. Um, this show just does it for me, man. It's a, and, I, and I'll be completely honest. I didn't know what to expect going into season five because like, how long can they go? Well, the question is they can definitely go five seasons because it was intriguing. It was great. And what they also did, which was so tremendous, was what they did with the character of Terry Silver, played by the great... Thomasine Griffith made a triumphant return to this role. And I really, really, really um, thought that they they developed it well. It started off, as I said, I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to get into a lot of familiar things we've seen. And then they just turned it on its head. And what they're able to do with old school characters, new characters, 
Um, it's just a great feeling overall, and I um, I, I laughed. I, and this is what's great about the show. It can be a comedy at times. It can be a drama at times. I think Ralph Macchio does some great stuff in this one as well. He does. He always does great stuff. But he, but I think he's he his. You can see what great actor he is and what, how great of an actor he's always been. He's leaned on more to th- show a lot of those dramatic skills in um, in this season. And a lot of the kids, whether it's Miguel, Sam. Robbie, they all shine um, consistently, and their arcs don't stay in the same place that they did in the previous seasons. They evolve, and that's why I continue to like this show and waiting for that season six announcement. When's it coming out, man? When's it coming out? All right, so that was number eight, Cobra Kai, season five. Um, number seven, a show that I did, if if before I had seen the, this movie, I don't know if I ever would have cared about the show. I'm talking about the Suicide Squad, and I'm talking about Peacemaker. Peacemaker, I was interested to see the show once I saw the Suicide Squad because I've talked about it before that I never really was never really super on board with John Cena. I think he's a tremendous talent as far as his drive and um, and everything that he's accomplished. He has earned, and he's put in so much hard work. He's gone off that mantra in general all of his life. And, and from everything that I hear, he's just a genuine human being. You root for people like that, but I was just never a massive fan. Um, but cross that out now because I am a massive fan, especially for what he's done on both the Suicide Squad, the character of Peacemaker, you're not really supposed to like him all the way through. Uh, so when they announced the TV show, I'm like, well, that's going to be interesting how they pull that off. How are they going to make you like this guy right away? They make you like him right away and they highlight James Gunn highlights John Cena's sense of humor um what he's able to do physically and the crew in general my my standout entirely of the show is Freddie Stroma had an opportunity to interview Freddie Stroma talk to him about the show but he was the standout to me because I didn't know as vigilante I didn't know anything about him the whole crew is is spectacular it's going to be a bummer because I don't think that this show is going to continue because of everything happening at DC um and I unfortunately because of all the moves that were made, think that you can't continue it without a a severe amount of blowback. Anyway, um, I love this show. I thought it was quirky. There was another show people were like, well, wait a minute. If you haven't seen that show and you love this show, wait to see that show. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But loved Peacemaker, and that's why it's so high. Well, number seven. That's why I made the, the top ten. And number six is one that, as I mentioned in my movies, I don't think this is going to be on a lot of people's list at all. What I have noticed is that when I recommended it, people have been checking out, and I haven't got a lot of, I didn't really like that, man. I didn't think you were wrong. I've got a lot of, you were right, and that's the offer. And the offer is about the making of The Godfather. Now, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm not the big, everything needs to be historically accurate all the time. It's like, does it work for the show? And if there's some things that are historically accurate, great. If not, just as good. Is it a good show? And it is a good show. Miles Teller, Juno Temple, um, Dan Fogler, Matthew Good is so good as Robert Evans. I mean, so everybody is good in this show. But it's just the story of how The Godfather was made and the things that had to happen and the, some of the real things that happened inside of it and the struggle that it took to make the movie, the struggle with the fact that um, a lot of Italian-Americans did not want this movie made at all because of the way that they believed it was going to be depicted, how Francis Ford Coppola came about to make it, how Mario Puzo, ranked by Patrick Gallo, by the way, um, just I loved this show. I thought it was such it was such an underrated show. Not enough people are talking about this show. It, it, like 
freaking Makuga three months later says, oh, how come nobody told me about the offer? I'm like, well, clearly you muted my tweets because otherwise how could you not see that I was raving about this show for, for months? So it is a phenomenal, phenomenal show, and I think everybody should check it out. So that's number six. Number five, I just mentioned the show that people said I should check out if I loved Peacemaker, and that's The Boys. The Boys Season 3. Now, this was a tougher one for me to rank because I watched The Boys Season 1, 2, and 3 like in, in unison within the course of however long it took me, I don't know, a month or so, to watch the whole thing. And I had been wanting to watch it for a long time. I had started an episode years ago when the first season came out, and I loved it, but I was like, I got to get back to it. Never did, finally did, and watched season one and just fell in love with it. I loved season two. A lot of people didn't love season two, and then people started raving about three, and I thought three was really, really good, really good, and plays it. And when you watch a show like this in, like, you know, as really one long season as opposed to three seasons because a lot of people if you were watching the show from the beginning you watched week to week and then you waited in between as i am now waiting for season four um but i didn't have to wait for any seasons and i watched it so it all played into like one big season but i thought the boy season three was very entertaining it was a great arc to what they had done so far a great follow-up to what they did in season two there's some really bizarre stuff i thought jensen eccles was awesome as soldier boy um, and then, you know, Anthony Starr to me is, there's so many great performances, Carl Urban's, uh, Quaid, so many people that are there in this show, Mother's Milk, everybody, there's so many people that are just so great in this show. But to me, Anthony Starr is the one continuously, um, that I think is Homelander that just stands out as a megastar, and I hope that he does more, and I'm surprised that he hasn't done more, at least been announced to, to do more, whether it is something in a big IP, whether it is a DC movie, Star Wars movie, Marvel movie, something else entirely, his own Netflix uh, movie. I don't know how much he's tied into it, but this show, the satire that it is, how graphic it can be, how clever it is, how funny it is, love the boys and certainly love the boys season three. Now, number four, I would have never in a million years imagined that this would rank higher than any of those other shows because I saw some, a little bit of it, said, I don't know, I'll get back to it eventually. And then I watched the first 15 minutes and said, I don't know, this is not for me. And that's Severance. Boy, was this show for me. This show was incredible. Ben Stiller does a great job not only producing this show, directing a handful of episodes. Adam Scott is the lead of the, the the show and it is just it's 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 science fiction, but it has like it has a lost feel to it. Patricia Arquette is also um, just dynamic. Is uh, her dynamic with Adam Scott is is fantastic. You have got I said I think I mentioned Christopher Walken, Turturro. Again, there's so many different performances, but it's the journey that it takes you. And this is why I love some of these shows so much, the streaming shows, as you you compare them and why I think TV has gotten so much better. Because they don't have to push to 22 episodes the way that network television used to have to do. And in order to really to, to get the sponsors, to do all that, to pay for it all, and they had to like, and the writers just had to stretch it out. And you can make seven episodes, eight episodes, nine episodes, whatever it was. It's going to take us nine hours to tell this full story. It's going to take us six episodes to tell this whole story. Whatever it might be, you have that ability in streaming. And I think that's why Severance really delivers because it tells such a great story. 
And Roxy Stryer had been recommending this show forever, and I finally watched it, and so was Mark Ellis, but like she had said, this season finale is just going to keep you on your toes, and she was 100% correct. The season finale was so good, I was just sitting there on the edge of my couch going, oh, yeah, I understand why you had to end, but why did you have to end? And it was one of those moments that got me and got me and got me. The music is really well done, and it's just this adventure of how they're going to do it, and then eventually, like, how do they go from the end to season two how do you do that so it, it was a great idea um that that they really executed well so i'm i'm very excited for season two and that's my number four is severance so then number three what's well, number three then stranger things season four now both of those parts the whole entire series came out this year and they had, had released them all and i still think that the netflix uh, you know binge model now is so outdated and and i think stranger things could have really benefited from from week to week, even more so because it was such a fantastic season. Such a fantastic season. Guys know the cast, and they have the new character Vecna, which I think has just become one of the biggest sci-fi villains in a, in a long time in, in the way that they did it and the way that it, it kind of played. And I like the idea that the second half was essentially a two-and-a-half-hour movie. They, you could take breaks. You could watch it all the way through. It, it, content, it continued over, and what I really liked about it was that the Duffer brothers had said this is going to be more horror-based than, than, than in the past, where you, the first season was very much like kind of 80s, Goonies feel. This is more horror-based, Nightmare on Elm Street type, and it's exactly what it was, but it's also with the characters. I like the idea, and I talked about this on the, the Big Thing episode with Dan Merle and, and Roca. I like that they spread the characters out, Dan made a good point that they had done this before in other show in, in other series seasons of the show, but I liked that they spread the characters out and then they gave them the Empire Strikes Back moment to when they finally kind of came back and 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 were all together again. Um, but there's and there's the character of Eddie just stood out. There's so many great standouts and so many great moments. And I think to me, the fourth season just by a little, just by a little, surpasses the first season just by a little. I know not everybody's going to agree with that, but I just by a little and then if you told me tomorrow that i was going to say that the first season surpasses the fourth just by a little same i think that the third season is probably second best then the second season but this season was just so good to kind of reinvent it and then get us into a place where we finally can end it in one big season i hope netflix rethinks it i hope that netflix says let's do week to week I think this show will have even more of an impact. I don't think they'll do it, but I think they should try it. So for me, that's why it lands at number three. Now, number two, that's going to be Andor. Andor was a series, as you know, if you've been following me, I have really, really thought that Star Wars has got something special with Andor. Now, this was a series that I did not know what to expect. When it was announced years ago, I said, well, what are they going to do with Cassie and Andor? I said, the one thing that they really could do that I hope that they do to make it somewhat interesting is explore both the characters inside of the Rebellion and the Empire. And like they do in the novels, that would be interesting. And that's exactly what they're doing. And Tony Gilroy is so brilliant. And Tony Gilroy is so well uh, versed in detail and I had the opportunity to have Diego Luna in studio and we had a long conversation about it and he said just that the detail that Tony Gilroy has the the idea and how much time it takes the real location um, the the arcs the one two three punch of having those arcs throughout it the great performances from Diego Luna uh, Adria Ajona um, uh, Skellen Skarsgård so many so many people uh, Fiona Shaw 
Andy Circus, and the list goes on and on and on and on. But there now I've mentioned this also too. I do think that it is the best written Star Wars show since Empire Strikes Back. There's no doubt of uh, excuse me, Star Wars material since Empire Strikes Back. And I'm still a Mandalorian guy because Mandalorian to me scratches all of the big Star Wars itches. But this scratches a big Star Wars itch. And that's inside of that rebellion empire all of it how it plays how the how it all got to the place where we know it today and how it all began the the spark of the rebellion if you will so diego luna rightfully so nominated for a few different awards and i'm so excited that this show is getting recognition what's so funny is when people are like all oh, the ratings are aren't that good they started out slow you forget how streaming works it's not movies. When a movie bombs in the theater or a movie doesn't do well in the theater, it starts to be more stuff starts coming out. When you have a show that's critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed, and you're already subscribed to the service, I can't even tell you how many people are here, keep hearing, Andrew, is that good? All right, I'll go watch it. Holy crap, it was really good. I, just, I, can't, even, I can, can't even count how many times people have said that. Um, I, I think of, um, of Darina, who was convinced to say, really, the Star Wars hasn't been great. Watch it. All right, I'll go back and check it and checked it out. My friend, uh, my friend back home, who was like, "Is Andor really that good?" Checks it out, watches it. That was that was not too long ago. So, be careful before you just say, you know, you got You got the streaming takes streaming takes a bit, and especially after award nominations and things like that. Where do you think a lot of the movies that didn't do very well eventually found voices for uh, when they were on cable? And this is, and this is, it's already there. All right. So number one, House of the Dragon. It's the best show I've seen on television in a very long time. Um, you talk about investment. You talk about detail. Talk about just Matt Smith was really the only actor that I knew going into it. And I've always thought I've liked him. I think he is just an extraordinary talent. What he's able to do is Damon is, um, is just, it's, they could have went a particular way with him, but he's more complex than just your standard Game of Thrones character. Um, Emma Darcy, who I didn't know a lot about, just uh, both Emma Darcy and Millie Adcock playing Rhaenyra and, uh, you know, uh, Patty Considine. Again, the list goes on and on. There's so many great characters, but I was, and I loved the idea that, that this particular show focused in on just this house and the politics surrounding the House of the Dragon. The Game of Thrones, no complaints. I, I like I like the series more than I think most, the, the entire series. But there's a lot of characters and a lot of things going on, and sometimes you can visit a full episode and, or, two, or two, two episodes and not even get to the, the people that of a story that they set up a while ago and you're like okay what, what's happened there let's go let's go this is that continuous thread and sometimes the time jumps might have been a lot for a lot of people but i i like that i enjoyed it i really i mean i was on the edge of my seat for this show weekend weekend week out could not get enough of it was so bummed when it ended um it was one of those things where i i did a reaction for it and i've never done a trailer reaction or a episode reaction where i've been so I'm, I'm not that guy right like there are a lot of people out there just like jumping out of their and i'm not saying it's not genuine or not i'm just not that guy that's jumping out of their seats or like no 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 this particular episode i was slamming on my knee i was holding my head i was going it was it was insane because that's what that show did to me it, it really had a, a grip on me and i loved it so hey i'm in a different outfit again okay so here is the uh the list 
That's my list. That's the overall list. And let me break it down once again. 10, The Old Man. That's on FX, Hulu. 9, Tulsa King. That is on Paramount+. Plus. 8, Cobra Kai. Find that on Netflix. 7, Peacemaker, HBO Max. 6, The Offer, Paramount+. Plus. 5, The Boys Season 3, Amazon. 4, Severance, Apple TV. 3, Stranger Things Season 4, Netflix. 2, Andor on Disney+. Plus. And number 1, House of the Dragon on HBO Max. few that I... Um, 1923 probably could have been there, and to be honest, it was in my original list, and I shifted some stuff around. It's only two episodes. I think if had it been more episodes, probably would be in there. Such a great show. Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, Pam and Tommy, The Sandman, Wednesday. Those are just a few that I didn't get to that I enjoyed this year. So what about you? What's your list? As I mentioned in the beginning of the video, in this outfit, that when you comment, it helps tremendously. It helps engagement. It helps people find the channel. So please comment. Tell me your list. I want to know exactly what you thought. And if there's some shows that I missed, I know Better Call Saul is going to be on there. I get it. So what should I watch? What did I miss? I know 1899 is one that I've been recommended because I love Dark so much. I'll probably get into that as well. So you see that little symbol? It says to comment. Do it. And once again, if you haven't already done it, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel. Almost there, man. Show a little class. Trying to get there. 70,000 subscribers. Not too far away. That's the road. So thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate you. That's the top 10. That's the best. I hope you liked my both, both my outfits. Peace.